Okay, so welcome to Mediums Unearth with Mediums, Kerry Waring and Gemma Rose. Yes, and basically we just get together um, to bring you this podcast, but it really is us just having a cuppa or a glass of wine, talking about our experiences, our insights and our love of mediumship and really you will find the um, information educational, fun, but really it's just two mediums shooting the breeze. (laughs) Shooting the breeze. (laughs) <laughs> that's it yeah. keeping it really practical like this is what it's really like living with spirit working with spirit you know we get really practical in the in the mess of it all as well as <laughs> as well as all the good stuff that's it and as you were saying that as as i said i'm sitting out here on my um balcony and literally, as you were saying all that, there were two little butterflies just dancing right in front of me. Right. Aww. Yeah, just intertwined. And I thought that was just a reflection and, you know, spirit just saying that's us. Just, Aww, that's beautiful. You know, dancing in the wind. Two, two of those little common white butterflies, yeah. but gorgeous, none the same. Yeah. And I am someone with my connection to spirit that I always pay attention to uh, nature that is around me like especially birds and butterflies and um, and what and I pay attention to what they're doing and what their behavior is because for me that's where the message is Mm, absolutely and I will talk to them and you know I'll say come closer come say hi i'll acknowledge them i'll say i see you you know like i see your message um yeah i thank them and um so the fact that there were two little dancing butterflies right before me doesn't go unnoticed (laughs) that's good that's a cool sign that's a very cool sign it is a very cool sign yeah and I do the same thing like you know nature speaks to me as well and and the animals and you know we can look a bit crazy sometimes when we're out in public and we notice something go oh hello (laughs) (laughs) I do it all the time out there in out there in the world go oh there you are what do you want (laughs) exactly but it is one of those feelings of um you know the universe does whisper to you in those ways. Yeah. And I've had experiences over the years where um, I know that if I see crows and I'm out, you know, when I used to run um, some ghost tours, if I was looking for a new location and there were crows sort of in front of the location or around it, if I encountered them upon the path near the venue, I knew that it was haunted. Okay, yep. Um, you know, I look for um, signs like just even last year um, with my daughter, we were buying her a house and one of the signs for her from her dad, a family sign that we have is um, their dad speaks to us through magpies. Okay. So, yeah, so when we went looking and, you know, we're looking at houses, 
when we saw a magpie, we knew that it was relevant. We knew that it was significant, that it could be this house. And yes, it was. That's awesome. You know, so it is, I think. You know, we underestimate what um, our connection to nature and what it can do. We don't see ourselves as part of nature. Yeah, exactly. We see, you know, the we see it just as more of a, it's a practical thing of life. It just is what it is. And, you know, it um, takes a, a conscious special person, I guess, to tune into the fact that you know animals cross our path just as flowers do and and whatnot they cross our paths to um create that insight or to connect us with spirit um i think the thing that with your magpie story and and having magpie connected with the family do you feel that um there's a way to discern whether it's just a magpie or it or it's a message do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I do know what you mean, but you know what? <laughs> Half of it is we just take it as all as a message because it makes us feel better, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it's it's your interpretation of nature and it's your interpretation of signs. Like, as individuals, it's our personal interpretation. That's how we um, interpret what comes through then it's exactly what it's meant to be isn't it yeah absolutely and and look i'm sure there are some that are more significant like um it, it's more i might hear a magpie but not see them mm-hmm. um and i tend to think that that's not as much of as of a message right yeah um so, because generally the um the message ones the magpie comes closer you know sure yeah and um you know the day that we were um i think some of the times when i've been looking for a house in my recent search there were you know magpies sitting out on the um the lamp light in the street calling you know so i and i will purposefully in that moment stop what i'm doing and go out and talk to the magpie um you know, so in those instances, I see, I guess the message is where you recognise and feel like you've got a connection. Yeah. Um, and the animal will respond. Yeah. They'll look at you. Yep. You exactly. know. Exactly. Um, yeah, like if I was to look at it from a position of expertise, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But I, like anyone else... You know, you like to sort of, <laughs> you know, feel like a lot of it's a message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it, that's what it's all about, though, isn't it? It's that connection. And if you create that sense of connection through an animal, then it's exactly, yeah. that's, it's perfectly divinely exactly what it is for you. That's what you need. That's what you require. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I probably, <laughs> I probably would just like to say for people that do listen is that um, when it comes to, say, your loved ones influencing um, an animal, as in this case my former husband influencing a magpie, Mm. um, then generally uh, it is an influence. You know, it is, you know, the... um, 
my former husband's consciousness influencing the energy of the animal of the magpie and um, just no different to how they can come close our loved ones can come close to us and give us thought Um, I liken it to that it's a similar connection that they can do with um, animals and birds and butterflies and things like that that's how I sort of see that yeah yeah for sure um so I guess too like I'm just thinking of some of my animal stories and um I we probably should explore that um you know the animal being a influenced by a spirit itself and versus animal being influenced by the universe just said (laughs) From the mm-hmm. universe, just to give you a slap, <laughs> which just reminds me of my bee story when I obviously wasn't paying attention to something and I literally had a bee fly into my face, like smack me as hard as a bee could smack me, um, oh, goodness. which stunned, like literally stunned me, but stunned the bee so much that he fell to the ground. So then we're having this conversation about whether we're all right. (laughs) Whether we're all right. And so I stayed with him until he just got up and flew flew off. But it was really like, you know, the universe used the bee to slap me in the face because I wasn't paying attention. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, you know, again, do you feel that's the personal interpretation of something or, um, did I miss spirit actually influencing the bee? I think it's the universe responding to us and like anything, it's a sign, you know, it's, it's no different to how I know that one of the things I do is if I'm having conversations with someone, I know I can get signs and messages from what they say. Yeah. They w- won't even realise what they're saying. Sure. You know. Yeah. But I know that um, that can be the universe talking to me. And I do honestly believe that our interactions with anything, whether it's a person or, you know, whether it's... Um, you know, walking down the street and seeing um, a love heart in a rock, yeah. you know, or um, whether it is an animal interaction in that way, it all has meaning and I guess it always comes down to just what's the meaning that we give it if we see things on that level. Yeah, exactly. You know, and some of the... Um, most significant messages can come from um, interactions with animals for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, like I've had, had, you know, birds fly in to the house, you know, everyone's had a bird fly in the window. Yeah. Um, you know, I had one of those just a few months ago and um, had to hold her and, um, you know, nurture her a little bit to just... Um, like you did with the bee, make sure that they're <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it, that the animal kingdom and nature can can be a big um, language of the soul and a big, as I said, I think we forget that we're actually part of 
we're connected in that in oneness you know we are part of it yeah we forget that we are part of nature and when we recognize that connection then the universe can respond to us in that way and give us those signs and those um, signposts along the way to help us along and if we see how the universe can be communicating to us in every moment of every day then there is nothing that is off limits to being a message or a sign exactly and i think to the the understanding that every one and everything animal plant human being we're all everything is a conduit mm. you know so messages your signs your symbols your you know connections to spirit to source can come through anything yeah, and on the other side of the um, equation is the fact that we are messengers of spirit as well. Yeah. You know, we don't just have to recognise ourselves as a medium to be that. Yeah. Um, you know, we can have um, stuff that we say to other people can be totally relevant for them and head them off, you know, whether our advice, you know. Most people, it always comes from the heart. Yeah. Um, exactly, and I think that's probably something that a lot of people kind of forget that they are a conduit of sorts for some spe- some specific purpose for people that they meet, for people that they interact with. So you know whether that is a conduit for a little bit more joy, you know, a smile on their face is just kind of you know giving somebody a little bit of a, a brightness to their day, or whether it's through an actual you know verbal interaction. Um, that conduit, the the um, being a conduit is something that we are we simply are. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's you know it sort of brings to mind you know. Um, I had to take the cat to the vet yesterday mm-hmm. and yes, I pay for that service but um, at the end of the day, the vet um, gave my little kitty a couple of needles, some antibiotics because he got into a cat fight <laughs> um, and so, you know, he's work, He's walking a lot better today Yeah. Um, and, and I know for me, like I went early because otherwise I would have been worried about him all day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she she put me at ease. Exactly. I was just thinking like, you know, it, it's not easy to see, but the, the vet is obviously the conduit for creating ease in your body and your mind um, around your cat. Exactly. And that's, that's why... I, that's why I went because I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to worry all day yeah. um, if I just sort of give it any time to sort of see if he gets a little bit better or the, how serious it might be or whatever. Yeah. And I was just, I'm going to worry all day. I may as well just go do it yeah. and get it done. And yeah. she did. Like oh she knew what she was looking for, whereas I didn't. She had the knowledge. I didn't. Yeah. Um, and I could walk out of there going, okay. You know, it, it's a cat fight. He's got a little infection from being bitten by another cat. Yeah. Um, it, it's not a broken limb. It's not a sprain, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. 
and I felt heaps better straight away. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we are all conduits and making a difference, even if you don't. Even if you're um, not aware realize. of it. Yeah. And, it, yeah. you know, I, I can relay that kind of similar story in a bit more practical terms on that daily um, interaction of things. Like, so one of our dogs, they like to play a bit rough. And one of our dogs kind of slapped himself up on a corner part of a wall and like really hurt his leg so I'm like oh, oh my god <laughs> gonna take him to the vet because <laughs> he couldn't put it down right and I'm yeah, like okay yeah. no, I've got to stop I've got to breathe just you know bring him to me sit down breathe feel his leg didn't feel broken um I'm not a vet but I do have some animal experience yeah. but still yeah. like you know so pop him down and get him to do a little walk and I'm thinking oh oh, I don't know, maybe he should go to the vet. He's still so cuddle him again and then I put him down and it looks like, you know, he's able to put a bit more weight on it the second time around and I'm like, okay, I've got to call somebody. So I FaceTime my mum <laughs> and I go, here, look at the dog as he walks. <laughs> so I put the dog on FaceTime and get her to look at the dog walking so that we can both, so she can put me at ease as to whether I'm like, I'm, I'm off to the vets or whether I'm on the right direction that no, he's not broken. It just, you know, if we bashed ourselves yeah. up a wall or something, it would hurt and it would hurt for a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. So that's, you know, more everyday terms where we just reach out to people for a little something. That's them being a conduit for something that we require within ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And and we, we are, we're doing that in for one another each and every day every day yeah yeah that's and, beautiful and, yeah and i think we don't realize how that happens and for mediums when you think about it it goes to a whole nother level yeah because because it goes to an energetic level exactly yeah and this is where i was um talking to a client yesterday um, she came for um, clarity and um, direct around her direction, and um, this was not someone I'd I'd um, worked with before. It was a new lady from um, Arizona. Okay, you know, an hour and a half from my favorite place, Sedona. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so I was a little oh, jealous. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, with the, one of the, the first insights I got was the fact that she had, and this is not someone I knew, so um, she, I got that she had mediumistic um, sensitivities, that she was sensitive to energy and she needed more um, management around her empathic sensitivities and taking on other people's energy. So for mediums, it goes to that level. Yep. And we, we're all very conscious of when we're sitting down and doing a reading, or when we're working energetically, when we're doing Reiki, or as or this late, or as in this lady when she was doing her massages. We're all like really conscious of, um, okay, you know, I've got to um, prepare the room. Yeah. I've got to spray and cleanse it. I've got to um, release the energies after. Yep. But what we forget oftentimes is that 
we are not just mediums in those moments. We are mediums 24-7. Exactly, yep. And when we don't appreciate that or fully work with it, then we're constantly um, at that level of our energies connecting with others. It's serving others whether we realise it or not. Yep. And that energy encroaches, it comes in. Oh, that's why we... Yeah, that's why we can often feel... If we were on we FaceTime cannot... or something, I know you'd be staring at me very hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, Jem. <laughs> that's how I used to be, wasn't it? Like yeah. everybody would just, everybody and everything would just impact me so severely. And what people don't realise is half of the... Um, confusion or lack of direction is because you've got other people's stuff in the way and you don't realize it yeah exactly you know half of the depression that we might experience um again is other people's emotions that that we're clearing yeah and holding on to not clearing it proficiently exactly exactly um i really think like for with me um the the biggest help like I mean we've been on this journey together for a long time but the and it was only a few weeks ago the biggest um bit of assistance you gave me in that area was basically telling me that I can't rescue everyone (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) like once you gave me that little nugget like it it's really that's been the piece that has allowed me to really um, I guess remain detached and ensure that I'm detached from external influences energetically. So, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, love. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. But I think we we undervalue, underappreciate exactly what it is to be a medium and what what our soul is doing whether we realize it or not yeah mm-hmm. um you know our soul as a medium our soul can be out there working serving others and healing when yeah. we're asleep exactly you know? i was just going to say you know that there's that aspect to it as well that i feel like the understanding of um not being influenced by other people's energy that's just on the physical level so our soul is still out there doing that healing it's not like you know we suddenly shut off from everybody and we're no longer sending out our healing vibes or whatever it might be (laughs) it's just detaching from it on that physical energetic level like so our physical bodies aren't our physical and mental bodies aren't as heavily impacted day to day so uh, as you said our soul is still out there doing its thing in our dreams and whatnot but we have the capacity to lessen the physical impact yeah look the only time that i would say um, perhaps we need the the impact is when it's providing information sure and an example of that would be again i had a um, client earlier in the week and when during the day before I connected with her, and this is someone I have met before, 
um, and someone who is a Facebook friend. So while I've never read for her before, I do know a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was just going about my day, there was a moment where all of a sudden I just got really exhausted. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, well, what's going on? Because, you know, yesterday I was totally, you know, productive, on fire, feeling really good, and now I'm just exhausted. Yeah. Like, and I haven't felt that way since I've moved into this new house. Sure, yeah. Um, so I just questioned it a little bit, and I um, realised that it was um, connected to the uh, the client that I had later that morning. Yep. Um, and so once I did that, I could then go, okay, I acknowledge that that's information I need to um, chat with her about. Yeah. Um, and then once that, um, once I've captured that information and that insight, it's then easier to release and let sure. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only time that I would say it, it can be your connection coming through and giving you a message. Yep. Um, but once you've got the message, again, take the time to go, okay, I don't need to hold on to this. I can let it go. Sure, um, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise we're, we, um, you've got to think about it. Our energy is taking a hit. Yep you know, day in, day out, and that can lead to physical issues. Absolutely. <laughs> emotional yep. issues. Yeah. Also, and if we're not on top of that, and uh, let's just share a little bit about how we manage that for ourselves, Gem. I know for me, I do, um, I guess, my two key things that I would use to help or three really to help with my energy would be journaling. Yep. Um, my essential oils. Yep. And um, that process of if if I can't shift it with those things, then I'll I'll also go to that process of questioning my soul as to whether I'm holding on to energy or not. Sure. Yep. Yeah. What do you do? Um, So my favourite right now, and I was only speaking about this earlier today, I think I spoke to you yesterday about it as well, Um, a a process that Rachel Skoltok taught me when I um, was doing Reiki. When I was learning Reiki with her was this whole process of just simply I love you and I let you go with a bit of Mm -hmm. a sweeping action. Um, Yeah is working wonderfully for me at the moment. So that's my favourite. Um, my other go-to is to always, like, go out in nature to go and sit with the trees. Um, I have a few beautiful trees around my my property that I just, you know, will sit and sit beneath or just sit where I can see them and, and have a... I guess, a a connection with them where I'm releasing (laughs) and they're offering to me. Um, And the third thing would be if if I'm really struggling to to shift things, it would be a journaling soul conversation, you know, to get to to the bottom of what's really going on, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, but essentially it's just whatever makes you feel lighter and... um, 
you know, certainly some people will need to smudge with sage, Um, you know, have an ocean swim, whatever (laughs) it might be, you know. Yeah, and and I think, you know, the the longer you do those kinds of processes, the easier it gets. So, you, you know, when we first started, we don't need to do the heavy long process or the the ritualistic kind of process it it really begins to integrate into just a really simple simple tools simple methods that you know don't take so long these days so that's good absolutely Um, like that's a really good point to make that the the more practice you 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 give it the more proficient you become at it and it is really like the soul has you know that kind of muscle memory kind of yes, thing. That's what it is. Um, yeah, it, it just begins to know, and um, it becomes more efficient at um, processing that energy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And I think too um, would need to just acknowledge that you know sometimes we can do our processes and do the you know I love you and let you go times three and then think that we're done but then go you know face somebody and we've still got this energy or whatever it might be um just acknowledging that if that happens you just need to go do something else (laughs) yeah so if that that first thing you know you feel good in that moment but then when you face the world it still doesn't feel right then you go for your walk in nature and then if you go back and face the world and it still doesn't face right, feel right, then you go into your journaling. Like, you know, there's no need to kind of stop the processes just because it might not have looked like it worked the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, good. You know, so I think for two, for two people just getting together, having a chat, that was a worthwhile conversation. I know, that was cool. <laughs> I think we can wrap that combo up right there and put a bow on it and send it out. <laughs> of course. Lovely. And if, of course, let's just say that, of course, if anyone is uh, has listened in, if you have questions or um, need further information, then reach out to either one of us we are both available and you will find us um all over the socials for sure instagram (laughs) everywhere (laughs) yeah exactly um, well that's good good chatting yes 